perfect and hear me yeah 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 sorry i had to download uh google chrome oh yeah okay yeah. okay how you I been know. man long time no see i know with this pandemic bro oh, everything changed yeah huh? last time i saw you we were doing a music video for you i think i went to uh somewhere in woodbridge yeah 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 oh yeah oh that, that's a good three four years ago at least was it that? No, I think that was what 20, 2019, bro. Two years, no? Mm, not sure. Maybe 2018. Wow, man, time flies, bro. But you don't you aging backwards, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing in Ottawa? Bro, uh, life brought me here, man. I had a good opportunity to be here yeah. at work, and um, you know, I'm a hustler, man. So as soon as I saw this opportunity, I moved here, but um. I go back. I go back to the GTA once once a month, a couple times a month. Oh, okay. Okay. I do like it so far. Okay. I'm making it okay. You know, if you don't if you don't put an effort into like looking at the right side of things and being positive, then you're not gonna like it very much. I heard this quote. Only two people live in Ottawa. Either you're born here or you're here because you have to. <laughs> I'm here because I had to. I guess. <laughs> It's a, it's a different vibe, bro. It's a completely different vibe, but I'm not. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I've been there for a weekend. Yeah. That tells me everything. I've been in Miami. Of course. <laughs> what are you? What are you now? No, I'm back in Toronto. Uh, in I was Toronto. in actually uh, last week for work. No, sorry, two weeks ago. I did my quarantine. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going back and forth uh, in Miami because I'm uh, working with some producer there. Nice. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Are you? Trying uh, to work because you know I always work work with Italian producers. Yeah. Well, they are like more like you. They are Latino, right? Cuban, yeah. Puerto Rico. You know. <laughs> I can taste it. I can taste it on this music, bro. I was listening to that new song you have. Yeah, uh, not not lay uh the other one the newer one what's it called the party yeah, yeah party two days ago yeah tell me about that man like that's a that's a good vibe that's a good flow bro that, that yeah. bro, you you keep making progress man like i remember 
you're always have potential, but now it's like holy shit, bro. Yeah, you know what it is. I had to 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 find out first the the right balance, right? Mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning, I wanted just to do like covers of like old Italian song, and uh, and do it like more, you know, kind of new generation. Um, but then, you know, uh, I really like the Latino vibes. Yeah. Uh, mixing with the Italian romantic lover, you know. Uh, but the problem is that music, you, you cannot play that kind of music in the, in the nightclub, right? It's nice to hear, you, you listen to music with your girl, whatever. You cannot dance on it. Uh, so I did, I did a featuring, uh, was actually a year ago with uh, Carl Wolf, yeah. uh, who's, uh, who's uh, well known in Canada. Lay. Lay, exactly, yes. Good one. The, and I had to mix the two words, right? His word and my word. And actually, a very nice song came up. Uh, uh, we did a good amount of views. streams on Spotify, whatever. And, and now I have, I have a new manager, uh, this girl who approached me, and she's from uh, Cuba. Mm. She lives in Italy. She's actually Osmani Garcia manager. Uh, so for those who don't know who Osmani Garcia is, he's the one who did El Taxi. Yo la conocí en un taxi En camino al club Yo la conocí en un taxi So uh, she's a... Uh, they are in Milan, I think, right? Hmm? Are they in Milan? Uh, they, she she used to, yeah. Now she's uh, near Naples, inside of Italy. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they have a um, it's called Media Group. They they are located in London. It's he mm -hmm. who you know they work with most of the Latino uh, singers artists, and uh, and she she heard my stuff. She approached me. She said, "Listen, you know, I think having an Italiano Latino can be something different, something new." So she asked me, she said, would you be like, okay, to, to try and work with some Latino producer? I'm like, damn it, yeah, man. Let's, so this first song, it's a try to see how people react. It's how the, uh, who produced it? So it's DJ Cons. Okay. DJ Cons uh, is a, a Cuban producer who works with a lot, a lot of artists. El Tiger, Osmani Garcia, a lot, a lot of them. Very, very uh, nice guy. Did you ever meet uh, Osmani's old manager? I think his name was Palumbo. Palumbo. So, uh, Delay, who's my manager, she's Palumbo's uh, wife. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they, they used to work together. They stopped for like, I guess, two, three years. And now they, they bike together. So, she has a contract with Osmani just for Europe, right? Mm -hmm. She represents Osmani Garcia in Europe, all over Europe. Uh, and we're actually talking to maybe do something... Uh, by the end of 2021 with Osmani. Mm -hmm. uh, I like his vibes. It's very like party party, right? <laughs> yeah, he definitely he's uh he's good, man. I think um you know he had a breakup that I, I think kind of uh, affected him a little bit a couple a year or two years ago with uh, with the girl, but he's always put out his music is straight up club music. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just you don't even hear it. I mean it's not sometimes I, it's a good workout music too. 
Yeah. But it's uh, it's more for it's like it's the party vibe. I was listening to party when on my way here from from the grocery store. I'm like, yo, this, I just feel like going to the club right now, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. Um, it might be sad or not. I don't know. It depends on the point of view. But people today, they you know, generation changes. Yeah. And people are more into like the vibes, the 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 tempo of the song than the lyrics. Mm -hmm. They don't love shit or whatever. Sorry if I if I'm swearing. That's okay, you can swear. But hombre, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was talking to, which is a very interesting story. I was talking uh, two weeks ago with, um, don't ask me his name, um, Enrique Iglesias' ex-manager. I was in this studio in Miami. I, I, I'm seeing like a lot of platinum, gold disc, you know, of Enrique Iglesias. I'm like, what the heck? And the guy's talking to me, right? So he was uh, Enrique Iglesias' ex-manager. And I'm like, wow. You know, yeah. Enrique Iglesias, like, what the heck? Wow. And he's talking to me, and we're talking about who I think today he's the king of the reggaeton, Daddy Yankee. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, I'm Latino. I speak Spanish. And most of the time, I have no idea of what Daddy Yankee is saying in something. Yeah. It's about the flow, right? Mm -hmm. It's a, a, a tough time to understand what he's saying. So the lyrics today, it's kind of like, you know, it's more about the party. And that's why I'm, I try to, 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 I did this song, um, which I, I prefer to sing in Italian. It's easier for me, right? Uh, but we'll you the, you uh, do a nice dance between the, you, your flow, you can make them work very well. I haven't seen that. I've seen that with English and Spanish. Like Duval is one guy, uh, Duval, I think is his name, Dominican guy with the Spanglish. But to see someone, you know, the back and forth dancing between the words is like a very, yeah. it's very, it's very interesting, bro. The way you do it, I, I haven't seen anyone do it with it, with Italian and Spanish. Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, um, uh, I thought, and I think that's a good idea. It's something different. But uh, actually, I'm working. Um, I signed a contract with a, a huge. I think he's a Cuban or Port no, I think he's Puerto Rican. Uh, with a singer. Uh, Rakim, R-K-M. Rakim again, why? Exactly. So yeah. now the duo, the duo they're, not, they're not anymore together, right? They, yeah. they split it. And I'm doing a song with Rakim, R-K-M. Wow. Who did a song with Daddy Yankee, you know. Uh, called He's a legend, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big, big name. And um, so they sent me a, a sample of a song. Uh, we're working on it. And I'm like, okay, let me write something in Italian. And they actually, they, they did that and they said, no, you have to sing in Spanish. The song has to be Spanish because for our like people, whatever, we don't want to mix with Italian. It has to be 100% Spanish. I'm like, mm, okay, whatever. You know, it's a, still a good opportunity for me to, to be like uh, singing and doing a featuring with a guy like that, right? He's like huge, huge, huge. Like 300 million views, 400 million views. Oh, bro, Rakim, uh, back in the day with um, Down and he had a bunch of, bangers man and and quizás and dude, the, the guy was he he was very um melodic and uh, it was all the young girl it was like justin beaver kind of vibe it was like he was the maluma of his generation that's what he was yes 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 uh, maybe one day we get to maluma <laughs> nights too early <laughs> yeah no 100 percent, bro those people you know what man it's not that hard you know like once it's connections being the right people and, and adapting if they tell you 
you know, it's got to be in Spanish only. All right. One yeah. day, one day you're going to get to tell Nicky Jam that his song has got to be known in Italian. One day, bro. Oh, so that, that's, that's the deal. So, um, Rakim is on the contract with Nicky Jam, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, so I did that. That's my manager who told me. And the opportunity is that we're gonna re we're going to record a song in Miami in the Nicky Am uh, studio. Nice. So hopefully Nicky Am will be there. It was like, I'm gonna see Nicky Am and Daddy Yankee are like more or less the same, right? Same level. They like two big names of the Latino music. It's like uh, it's like saying Jay Z and Kanye West, basically. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. And uh, those guys, they are just unbelievable. So I'm I'm really really excited to 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 be featuring with this guy. And you know what it is? At the end, you can be like the best singer or whatever performer in the world. If you don't know the right person, you don't go anywhere. It's just, it's all about connection and, you know, and who you, who you meet, when you're going to meet them. Uh, but obviously, if you, if you want to get there, you're going to meet those people. If you're lazy, you won't meet anyone uh, that will push you, you know, forward in your, in your career. A lot of these people that are at the top, they appreciate somebody who's hungry and has the commitment. And if they tell you, uh, can you come in here and you make your time? If they tell you do this, you do it. There's a lot of people that don't do it, bro. There's a lot of doors that get open for people and they don't take advantage of them. Exactly. I've seen you taking advantage, bro. I think we we started talking and just you were very interested in meeting Carl Wolf. I think I remember. If, I don't know yeah, if yeah, yeah, that was one of my first projects when, when I got in Canada. Yeah, and you were like, oh, I gotta get in hold with this manager. At that time, we were all messing around with, with your music. I don't yeah, know if you remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I used to play it at the, at the gym. <laughs> Bro, and you always working, man. You fill up the, the shows, the comedy. You're, you're at all around entertainment because you act, you do stand up, you yeah, sing, yeah. you dance. Yeah, yeah, and you know what it is like. Slowly, slowly, I'm like I'm pushing away the the, the, the comedy part because I, I really like I, I'm dedicating like 100 of my time in the music industry, mm -hmm. uh, which I love more because you can you can um, you can see a lot of things uh, by when you sing that you cannot by talking right. Mm -hmm. uh, it's express yourself, you know, the, the feelings, whatever you have in your heart. And uh, I think music, it's, it's very, very important. It gives you like a lot of emotion, feelings. Uh, I really, really enjoy. So now I have a concert actually coming up September 4th in, um, in Toronto, in uh, Richmond Hill. And uh, I'm, I'm still going to do some comedy uh, for North America, whatever, but it's going to be 60, maybe 70% of music, 30% of comedy. But in Europe, it's just about music, 100% music. <clears throat> um, I think um, you've uh, you've talked to me about some crazy movie ideas and, sh and shows and TV and things like that. Is that something that you're still thinking about? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I even talked with some uh, producer in Italy who loved the idea. They were re reading the script, whatever. But once again... It's yeah, investment, investment. You have to find the right sponsor to do it. So it's something that you have to do like slowly, you know, step by step. So because now I'm like focusing on the music, I don't want like mix both, you know, both uh, both project. So we'll see maybe next year. 
We'll see. And you know, with COVID, everything stopped. It's kind of like you, you're frustrated, right? You you cannot perform. It's like now I'm doing this show in, in Toronto because the the theater uh, contacted me via email uh, last week, and they said, you know, we can like get 50% of the capacity. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And then the day after, I'm like, okay, no, it's gonna be 25%. I'm like, no. But you know, the, the the passion for the stage. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. How do you um? Do you get nervous when you're performing in, in front of so many people? Like, how do you feel the few yeah. seconds right before you go onto stage? And you can see you're the main star, you're the main the, the headline of the show, and there's all these people there. How do you, do you get anxiety? Do you get nervous? How how does that feel? So what it is, it's so funny because I get nervous if I have to perform in front of ten people. Mm -hmm. But if I have thousand people, I'm like. I'm like at home, you know, I mean, in my, in my living room. But it's true that like maybe 20 seconds before getting on stage, that's when, you know, you get nervous. But as soon I'm like under the spotlight, that's it. I'm like, you own it. Duro, vale, vale. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you perform and you own the stage, bro. Thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Um, let's talk about your music here. I noticed in the last month, you released uh, Minamore di Te? Uh, Minamore di Te, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Party. And Party, yeah, two songs. So Party wasn't like... Uh, uh, I, I was supposed to stop with Minamore di Te for the summer, but then these, uh, you know, contact came up, DJ cons, whatever. I'm like, you know what? It's a summer vibes. Let's just release it for the, the the rest of the summer. Even if here in Toronto there is no can no no summer, it's pretty. The weather's pretty bad. It's okay. Yeah, it's been raining a lot. I noticed. Yeah, man. Damn it! I'm thinking to move to Florida. I was very impressed with the production value of the music videos, man. It's like that's as good as it gets, bro. And it's yeah. You so, you know, if you, if you, if you want to really do it, you have to do everything possible to to make it, like, very professional. If not, people, like, professional as DJ cons, whatever, they don't even talk to you. Or, like, uh, featuring with uh, Rakim, you're not going to say, yeah, let's do it. We're going to go check who you are, what you do, how you work, what kind of time you have, you know. And uh, I'm happy because, uh, you know, we say, okay, there is some potential, let's do it. This guy, he's from Italy, can open some doors for them in Italy. They can open, obviously, a lot of them for me in, in the States. Uh, so, which is a good uh, good deal. We'll see. The, the song, uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be called Independente. Mm. Uh, so, I, I have to learn the lyrics, which is tough. You know, yeah, you know what's interesting? That, that's what I was saying to, to DJ Khan. They send me the lyrics, right? But whatever they write on the lyrics, it's not what they, they sing, what they're singing. You know, uh, example, in the song uh, Party, uh, I saw Todo Las Mujeres, right? But they actually don't say Todo. They say Todo Las Mujeres. So it's kind of very confusing for me. I'm like, just write like how I have to sing. It's, wow. It's mm. And all the S at the end, they don't pronounce the S, you know, it's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Spanish language, bro. Tola Mujeres is like, but you're yeah. supposed to say the whole word. 
but it's only two two syllables of the word that you got to say yeah. and they pronounce the r like an l and oh man different countries oh good the cuban they have a strong accent man and now even like when i was singing so you know i was like they say no no more like you know more flexible it's like i'm gonna throw up <laughs> but it's very interesting Yeah, but man, your Spanish got a lot better. Eh, piano, piano. You know. When did you uh, piano, piano? When did you um, <laughs> like? I, always, I since I met you, you always like into like the whole Latino vibe. What started that? What gave you that that um, impulse and that vibe? Well, my, I'm the biggest fan of El Rey de la Musica Latina. You know, Mark Anthony. Okay. And, and what's interesting, like, I don't know if you know, in Italy, we have Gigi D'Alessio, who's a very, very famous Italian singer. And Mark Anthony and Gigi D'Alessio, I think, well, that's my point of view, they, they make the same music. Just Mark Anthony does a salsa version of the romantic way that Gigi D'Alessio does, right? Yeah. And I'm like, that's very interesting because the, the Mark Anthony's music similar of the Napolitan music, just we don't do salsa. Mm -hmm. Our, it's like a slow version. I'm like, what about I do a Mark Anthony Gigi D'Alessio mix, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and actually in Italy, I have, a, I have a really good response because people never heard that, right? They're like, wow, it's like very romantic, but with that Latino vibes, you know, and uh, I had a very good uh, response with a song called Solo Bugie, who's like a very, let's say a salsa song. And uh, I had such a great time uh, working on that song. And that's what I want to do. Yeah? I'm more like salsa. Uh, salsa, keep you keep the, the, the love vibes, right? Reggaeton is more rough. It's more, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, it's nice that you did that because prior to that, I, I, I used to only hear Italian singing in Spanish. Like Eros Ramazzotti and Laura Pausini and Tiziano Ferro, they never did Spanish music. They sang their songs in Spanish. In Spanish, yes. You're doing a mixture of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why it's different. It's fresh. We needed that. Uh, you know what it is? I give you an example. Solo Bugia. Uh, when you have you have to really listen to it. Uh, every of my song, most of my song, always write the song or imagine the song in a slow version. Uh, I'll give you an example. Sulla bugia, the song goes, uh, um, uh, goes, so there is this salsa uh, vibes, right? But at the beginning, it wasn't like that at all. Was like just the you know the piano. It was like very. You know, very very slow, very romantic. And we take it and say, okay, let's put some salsa in and give that vibe. You know? Sazon, la sazon latino. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's that's what I do. I always imagine like a, a slow version, and then we change it like in uh, Latino vibes. I love it, bro. So you mentioned you have Rakim and King Y. There's a yeah. possibility with Osmani Garcia. Yeah, yeah. What else? What else? Okay. And you just you're releasing songs this month. What what's in the short future? What can we expect in the following months? And, well, and yeah, sorry, 
No, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so now I, because you know, I did uh, a three release in the last two months, May, June, July, now three months. Uh, I did a, a, a featuring with a very well-known uh, artist in the south of Italy. His name is Rosario Miraggio. Okay. Uh, very, very well-known. The song called Cartagena. Wow, uh, nice. Uh, did very well. Uh, but now I'm stopping for the summer, obviously. July, August. Uh, I think I'm going in Miami two, three weeks to record a song and do the music video with Rekin. And the song should be out. I get released by middle of September, beginning of September. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll see after that how things go. Right? What, what, does, what does your wish, li wish list look like in terms of um, collaborations? Oh, well, Raikin, it's, uh, it's already a big deal. Uh, I'm very, uh, to be honest, I, I already ask, but it's too early. Uh, because we have the connection, uh, and hopefully one day we can make it with the uh, Hente de Zona. Okay, okay. I really love those, those guys. They like yeah. I really love what they do. Uh, but obviously, the dream, you know, that Yankee, Nikia, Maluma, you know, the, the biggest one. I've never seen him, right? Yeah. Uh, if you work hard and you believe in what you do, then why not? Well, they were very uh, fresh uh, when Enrique Iglesias gave them that that la, la, la gozadera, right? That, they weren't really that known. That just catapulted them. Yes, yes, yes. Right. That's the thing. I think uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I think you need that featuring that boom. Even Maluma, Maluma before becoming Maluma did a lot of song that you never heard, right? About it. Yeah. And I guess starting with uh, his first featuring, one of the first, maybe with Shakira, I'm not sure. Shakira, then Nicky and then Mark Anthony, then yeah, And now he's like a superstar. And now he's like, oh, don't yeah. talk to me. <laughs> yeah, he's, doing movie, he's doing movies with a whole bunch of people now. And yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because someone told me in, uh, I was in Napoli uh, last month. And uh, they were uh, listening to my song Cartagena, and uh, a girl said, "Oh, so you, <laughs> you the Maluma Italian version?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I'm not Maluma. I'm a mala la testa." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, about that guy, you know, handsome, very uh, beautiful voice, good on stage, which is very, very important. Yeah. Uh, because I had the opportunity to do a, a song with, um, oh my God, what's his name? Um, a Cuban guy, uh, Lenier. Okay. Uh, beautiful voice, but apparently, live on stage, it's a different story. Mm. Well, you know how it is today with auto tunes and blah, blah, blah. Everybody can sing, but on stage, it's a different story. It's like, you know, I was talking to some people, uh, those guys on, on, on Instagram, right, over social media that, that do comedy videos, whatever, and they think you're a comedian. You're finding no problem on a video, but go on stage, stay 90 minutes and make people laugh nonstop because you can. they have to laugh the 90 minutes, right? Yeah. It's a different vibes, a different story, a different work. <laughs> it's a different art, man. Yeah. It's funny, you, you were saying... Um, how music has changed and people don't even don't people used to listen to the lyrics before now it's more about the beat but I, i'm gonna take that one further now it's all about the 15 seconds for the tiktok dance bro 
that little you know what i mean there's like every song will give you like 15 seconds you when you're producing if you listen to daddy yankee's new song el problema have you heard it problema. it was made knowing that tiktok audience was gonna pick that up and make a dance and that just and same thing with Drake. Every single song Drake is releasing is always with that TikTok dance in mind. Yes. Do you like that or is that annoying? Does that take away from the art? I have TikTok and maybe I have two followers because I don't use it. I, I, I can't get in it. And which is bad because you have to, right? Especially yes. in this, you know, in this uh, uh, world of music, whatever. Um, so it's funny because now that I'm working with Latino, they are very, very, very smart, very businessmen, right? Yeah. Uh, they're not going to do a song just to release a song. No, no, behind that song, there is a lot of marketing, a lot of, ooh, lot of investment, a lot of, uh, in Italy, Naples, they just do a video, post it on YouTube, and let's see what happens, right? Kind of, of what I do. Uh, yeah. No, Latino, they like, they do a song, like you said, Okay, let's do this song because that song's gonna be good for TikTok. Mm -hmm. I do song because I feel it, because I talk about something. I don't care about TikTok, which is wrong today, but which is sad at the same time. Because I think when you talk about love, you know, it's the most important thing that we have today. It's love. And uh, and having those girls dancing on TikTok and everybody does the same thing. And then, oh man, <laughs> I can stand that. I, I shouldn't say that, but I can stand TikTok. <laughs> I love Instagram, it's fun. Facebook, okay, getting old. But TikTok, yeah. I know it's the new. Justin Bieber is on TikTok, like, non-stop, right? Mm. So, like, I can't. I'm like, I can't. I can't get into it. I'm not, I don't understand the art. I don't understand how this, a lot of girls, all they do is the lip sync, some, some scene, like, I'm a girl and I have my business and if you don't like me, blah, blah, blah. And it's not even their own voice and they're just like, Exactly. I don't know. I don't. I don't get this new trend. The butt and she's fine sometimes. <laughs> no, but yeah. what I mean, it's like uh, if you do something different, okay, fine. But if everybody does the same shit, like what's the part? This is my age. This is where I'm going. Where I live. This one from. Yeah. Oh my god. This, this is how many guys I've been with. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, social media is killing people. <laughs> Especially TikTok became very, very popular during like the, the first lockdown, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess we had nothing to do. So, yeah, it was maybe a, a good thing to spend time on it. But when you see like, hello, my neighbors, like everybody does the same. Like, stop. Like, I, I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah. but that's what they told me. Like my Cuban manager said, you do a song, example, Independiente with Rakim, uh, they said that's a good song for TikTok. I'm like, okay, whatever. You guys are professional, you know what you do, I'm following, right? Yeah. But I'm not gonna write a song if I have to do a song. I'm not gonna write like thinking about TikTok. Wow. Yeah, you have to be very strategic. At the end of the day, you have your passion songs, there's business strategic songs, which they always, they come out really good. And it doesn't mean that you're selling out. It just means that this is your work and this is what you have to do, right? Because this is going to then further finance your other passion projects, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Now, you've been uh, you've been doing this for over a decade, man. Like, how long? 
This has been a long career, bro. So I started like actually uh, I was supposed to celebrate last year with a big show in, in Toronto, uh, ten years stage. I started in two thousand eleven. Nice. But music, it's not that long. I started to you know to to taste it with uh, titles. You know, yeah. what was maybe 2016, 17? 17. Yeah, yeah, uh, but. I got into it like seriously when I met uh, Gigi D'Alessio's nephew, who I'm working with, Keiko D'Alessio, who's like an amazing maestro, like very, very talented. Yeah. And uh, so it's been two years now that I'm working like very hard and seriously making real songs, you know, uh, with a meaning, uh, with a goal. But uh, you know what it is when you, it's a problem with the Italian language. So 99% of Italian singers are famous in Italy, and that's it. You have three exceptions, like Eros Ramazzotti, Tiziano Ferro, Laura Pausini, that's it. I mean, okay. like worldwide, right? Because it's the language. Spanish and English are the best languages for singers. Yep. Hands down. No, not French, not Arabic. No, 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 no. Spanish and English. Yeah. English goes, you, whatever you say in English, you're going to be in Paris, like, oh, fuck, I love it. You know, I have no idea what you saying, but I love it. Yeah. Spanish, the same. Yeah. That's it. Oh, wow, I love it. But if you go in Italiano, it doesn't sound the same. It's like, it doesn't flow as naturally. So that's but the Italian sounds very. Uh, Italian is like um like an art, very mature art. Yeah. art. So yeah. it's very good for like reading a novel or like it's a different. Like yeah. I lo everybody loves Italian; they think it's so romantic, but it's different. It's a different vibe. But they always work well together, the Italian and the yes, Spanish. But the fact is, like you have more chance to 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 become successful if you sing in English or Spanish yeah. than Italian. Because I'm gonna post a song in Italian. Uh, someone who's British or whatever, who speaks just English, um, maybe most of them, they're going to be like, okay, I have no idea, whatever. I don't get into it, right? If you see Spanish and English, even if I'm Arabic, I'm, I'm going to stop and listen to it, right? Even, uh, even with the comedy, right? The, the Italian-based uh, uh, inside comedy, it's very limited too, right? Yeah, yeah. But I started in Italian. I started in Italian and then... Yeah. I had I had to change it and do it do it in English and I'm like but I don't speak 100% English so it's gonna be tough but I made it part of my skit right the fact that I, I don't speak very well I'm like the fresh of the boat even after now it's been what that I live in Canada it's like uh, 12 years I it still sound like I came yesterday from Italy <laughs> no no you sound great <laughs> me bro like our, we ha we have an accent it, it, it makes her like our, our thing yeah. you know. But you know what's the, the, the comment that I get all the time, especially from girls, so sometimes you try to be like the Italian lover, you know, amen, blah, blah, blah. And you speak Spanish, and then all of a sudden the girl, she's like, oh, my God, you're so sweet. You sound like my no-no. And like, you're like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding It's a no-no? Like, really? <laughs> so like... <laughs> yeah, but, but you're more Latino than uh, some people I know, bro. You, oh, yeah. You're Latino at heart, bro. But it's like uh, Italians here, right? So Italy won the the the, the Euro. Yeah, 
And most of them, they were like outside, they Forza, 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 but they had no idea. If you ask them, like, what's the capital? Italy, they don't know. How do they don't speak Italian? <laughs> exactly. That was, which is fun. But yeah, I well, Woodbridge is like a different culture, bro. Woodbridge culture, there's Italian culture, and then there's Woodbridge culture. Yeah, which is very different. I, I love Woodbridge culture. I mean, I, I lived there for many years, you know. And uh, it's a lot of like Woodbridge, a lot of people from Woodbridge are becoming very known, like Chris. I had Chris on my podcast a couple of days ago. He's uh, blowing up. Oh, wait, he's from Woodbridge? The guy with the tattoo here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, I think, well, he's from Vaughn. I don't know if he's. Oh, he's like Italian background? Yeah, yeah. He's Sarco oh, Sarco yeah, Sarco no he used to train with us. I don't know if you remember back in the day. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm getting ready for Alzheimer. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, lots of lots of Woodbridge people are uh, coming out. Man, the whole GTA, Toronto people are blowing up. Yeah, yeah. I heard some producer in Brampton. You got Tory Lanes from Brampton. Uh, you know, you got me from Missac. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Man. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well, and that's very actually uh, uh, interesting. Your show, I really like. I watch uh, the one from uh, with Chris. Yeah. Did they actually remove your uh, your interview? They did. Unfortunately, they did. Um, yeah, you guys were talking about the, the vaccine COVID. Uh, yeah, we, we were just talking about some very um, uh, colorful stuff and uh, some spicy stuff that YouTube doesn't allow anymore. But there's like a bunch of other platforms that we can put that content. In. You can you can even say what, what you think. But let me ask you a question: Like, you uh, did you get the vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> I took uh, I took one shot. Oh, you did, huh? Yeah, I took the, the first Pfizer shot. Uh, that was prior to me talking to these people, prior to me reading more into it. Uh, the reason why I took it is because I was very tired of the of the paranoia. Yeah. So like, I would have days, and it could be just my allergies, but I would have days when I'd be out of breath. And then in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, do I have the virus? Oh, my God, yeah. am I going to die? I can't breathe. And then I just get in my head so much, and I was like, I, this happens once every two weeks where I'm freaking out. Let me just take this. Yeah, I already take so much medicine already. You know what I mean? So I did it. I have. I didn't have any side effects. Now, I don't you, like, what's that? How do you feel? I feel great. Um, now I feel anxious because reading about problems and reactions, then it makes me overanalyze things. So like if if my if my face feels numb, then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be like one of those people. <laughs> like this. But but that's just in my head, you know. Yeah, yeah. I just much. yeah, they just have to be. I I I am with it. I think I think there is some obviously some good research done. I think there's a lot of good people that worked on it. I just think yeah. there's a lot of things that they need to do. For example, they need to be able to test people in advance. And pinpoint the one, the kind of people that react bad to it. So that that's better. They also need to have a better protocol when people react in a different way. Because right now, what's happening is they have these reactions and they don't know how to treat the reactions. Mm -hmm. And I know it's like one in a million. Like you're probably more likely to get into a car accident on your way to getting the vaccine than getting a reaction from the vaccine. But still, they they don't know when you have myocarditis or pericarditis or the whole thing with your left of your of your face or neurological things, the fact that they don't know how to treat those things just yet is what's concerning. Yes, right? I agree. 
Yeah. But I try to stay healthy, bro, and um, I'm very skeptical about this taking the second one now that I've, I'm a little bit more awakened. I will have, however, a doctor here to break down the science, mm -hmm. top to bottom, the molecule, how everything works. And, and I'm very anal. Before I took the shot, I did a whole bunch of blood tests, blood work. I did an ECG. And now that I've taken the shot, tomorrow I am doing a 50 point blood work, testing everything and top to bottom. And I'm doing an echocardiogram, making sure my heart is good. And well, you're yeah. very, very, yeah, but don't think too much. You're gonna get sick like that. <laughs> I, I, I actually I get tested like that every three months uh, because of the um, of the juice. You know what I mean? <laughs> the test. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I guess like uh, I do a PCR test almost every two two weeks. I did actually. Uh, I went in Miami just three days. I had to get one here to travel then one in miami to come back and one at the airport when i got back then one at home after eight days i'm like what? Uh, but which is fine because in canada and in the states the, the COVID test that i got they stopped right here in italy i don't know because they, they <laughs> you know they go up your head like are you looking for something that hurts actually yeah <laughs> did you take the shot did you do it yet no yet are you doing it so, to be honest it? we hear a lot of a lot of things about it right so you don't know what to believe but yeah i'm not i'm not saying that the the, the, the vaccine is bad i'm not saying that it's good i'm like in the middle right i'm looking at both sides yeah but thank god i'm healthy and for now, I don't need anything. I don't want to put something in my body that I, I don't know what's going to happen or whatever. So for now, I live my life like that. I travel a lot. I get my the COVID test uh, all the time. I, you know, I'm, I'm careful. I stay distance, mask, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But if I can avoid, for now, the vaccine, I You see, my, my thing with, the, with that vaccine, too, it's, that it's a preventative measure. It's not a treatment measure. So I think people will be highly likely and more willing to take a treatment vaccine. For example, if you do have it and you do have feel like crap and, and you do have to use the ventilator, then they say, okay, now we have this vaccine for that, mm -hmm. right? That's That would be a better way or, um, yeah, or have like a more mobile thing where you can get yourself tested every day just by speeding on something. Oh, I'm good. I can go out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but now what we have is a preventative uh, measure that might, that very unlikely you're going to have something, but if you do, they're not very prepared to deal with that, and that is the problem. And the reason why a lot of people are hesitant is because, it, you know, the, the whole way the government is handling that, they're taking your freedoms away. And I feel yeah. like if the government didn't, if the government said, look, guys, we have this thing going on, it's very unfortunate. Some people are dying for it. Uh, we have this this vaccine that would help you out, but we're not going to tell you to close down your businesses, wear masks. I feel like people would be more susceptible to take Like in Costa Rica, bro, because everybody wants it. Everybody wants to take it. I talked to my dad, my cousin, my brothers. Um, everybody there is okay with it because they're not controlling the population. The people here have such a mistrust of the government that that translates into mistrust to the medical science. That's the thing. They, 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 
they're killing a lot of people without COVID, right? A lot of people losing money, losing their job, their, their, their businesses, and which is really, really bad. I was reading actually on CP24 this morning that the mayor of, of Toronto uh, is pushing for, you know, proof of vaccine. Yeah. So people get the vaccine, they're going to have a passport or whatever. I don't know, and it's, uh, That's what causes hesitancy to take you. President Macron, uh, the French president, uh, said two days ago, uh, he said, you don't want to get the vaccine, it's fine. But if you want to go grab a coffee, if you want to go grocery shopping, if you want to go, wherever you go, before you go, you have to get a PCR test. So at the end, it's obvious that people, they're going to be like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to go get a PCR test every time that I have to go out, right? So let me just get the vaccine. So at the end, they take you to the vaccine, you know, uh, um, way. I don't know, man. I think... We're going to all have, have to take it, it but they're going to have to... They're going to have to get better at identifying what kind of people react. If you give a peanut butter sandwich to a million people, a few of them are going to have a bad reaction from a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, but, but we know how to deal when they have a bad reaction. We have EpiPens. We have a whole bunch of protocols that can treat that. Right now, if you have a bad reaction to that, a lot of people are up in the air, right? They don't know how to test for these things. And yeah, especially because a lot of people, so I heard that. Even if you get uh, the vaccine, you can get the COVID. And so, what's the point? I don't get it. So, if I can get, I can still get the COVID. Like, yeah. what am I getting the vaccine for? You know what I mean? Uh, I don't want to mean those conspiracy or people saying, you know, about the vaccine, about you know that that we are too many people on the earth. And it's a way to, um, which is weird because at the same time, Bill Gates. Spoke about that in 2016 or 15. There is a video. Yeah. Here's what I don't get. Here's what I don't understand. This. So if they say that this 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 vaccine is for the the population, well, if that's the case, why don't they just let the virus take its course? But maybe because the vaccine doesn't kill that many people. Because well, if you see the rate, it's like under 1%, like something like that, zero point, whatever. So I, I met a lot of people who got the COVID. A lot of them was the kind of a fever. Some of them was really bad. So it depends, right? Of the, of the, I believe there, there is a virus, right? Don't take me wrong. I'm not saying there is no virus. Mm -hmm. But I think we can go, we can fight the virus without the vaccine or whatever. I think that instead of us pushing for vaccine passports, we should push for treatment for this. Because, okay, you're not vaccinating, but we have a treatment now. And that you have to take when you're in your last life in the ventilator. Then you have to take that. A lot of people will be like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah, I'm not going to take it now. If yeah. I do get it, then they have this other thing who may have a little bit more side effects, but it's a treatment injection. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So that's, I feel the focus should go on the treatment as opposed to the preventative. But that's a different subject, bro. I, you, we've been doing this for what, 45 minutes. I know you're busy. You're a busy man. You're a star. Pleasure to, to, no, no, no. You're a celebrity now, bro. <laughs> well, I hope you're going to be in Toronto on September 4th. I invite you to my show. 
Richmond, where in Richmond Hill? Uh, the Performing Arts Center, which is a beautiful theater. Uh, hold uh, 700 seats, I think. Uh, but obviously, we can get only like 25% capacity. Even that, you know what I mean? That doesn't make like, I'm sorry, I have to swear. This is a fucking bullshit, bro. Like, <laughs> imagine on April 4th, last April, yeah. I was supposed to do, uh, how you call it, a live stream show. Meaning, I was by myself on stage, by myself in the theater. Yeah. Only the guy behind camera controlling the camera, whatever, in the booth, right? Not even on stage. Yeah. Saturday, the show, the Friday night, they, they announced, so which is April 3rd, they announced a new lockdown. <laughs> the theater contacted me, say, we can do the show. I'm like, but why? I'm by myself. I don't get it. No, we're not allowed. We're not allowed. And the day after, Yorkdale Mall was packed. You know, packed like packed. What was packed? I get uh, Yorkdale. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was packed. Yeah. So I'm by myself on stage. Just try to give some, you know, some good feeling, good time to people watching behind a, a camera. I'm not like even close to you. There is nobody in the audience, which is staff or a singer. You're not going to be like, no, no, no. There's nobody to answer or sing with you because you're by yourself. And I'm not allowed to perform. What the heck is that? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So the industry of like, you know, music, comedy, whatever, is being touched like like very, very, very hard. And I, I don't get it. And then you see like the Eurocop. UK apparently it's full of like COVID, whatever, blah, blah, blah. On Sunday, Wembley was packed around 60,000 people. So, you know what? There is something like, I don't, know, I don't get it. Maybe, maybe I'm like stupid. I don't, I don't understand English enough. But yeah. I don't. Yeah, and it's like, um, it's just incompetence from the government, right? Because uh, when we had this uh, BLM, uh, whatever, protest or any kind of pro protest, it's almost like COVID knows to not go there. Like, you know what I mean? And then, um, yeah, it's just weird. Like, uh, it's just, uh, I think there's a lot of incompetence from the from the government and a lot of greed, a lot of weird stuff. Um, but I do have a lot of mistrust on the government. I don't have a lot of mistrust in the medical field um, because they've helped me out tremendously with my problems. I, I do have some issues, you know, like I'm bipolar, so they give me medication for that and, okay. right, and anxiety stuff. And that process even that medication had some reactions and they knew how to deal with it like a rash and all that shit um yeah and what's crazy too is like a year back in the day two three years ago you could go on youtube and say guys i don't think the flu shot is good they have so many problems and nobody would take you down they wouldn't take you down they, you, they would leave your video they wouldn't censor you now it's like you can't say anything about this particular stuff Exactly. Which is weird. Yeah, yeah I don't know. People, they, 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 oh my God, yeah. You can yeah. even talk. Well, most of my friends are vaccinated, right? And so they ask me, like, you didn't get your, your shot? I'm like, no. And they look at me like I'm from another planet, you know? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you realize you're the one who's weird, not me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But hey, I also have friends that don't take it and they do coke and they do steroids and they do a bunch of all this stuff putting in their body i'm like bro but like you you're telling me yeah. you trust this cocaine that you don't know where it's coming from but oh yeah this, I agree. 
you know what? It's like it's weird. But yeah, I I, my friend, uh, I'm gonna give you the mic. I'm gonna give you the, the camera. Last two minutes. Give me. I actually no. I do have one question because I always have this question for everybody. What's your biggest fear? Oh, you're going deep right now. <laughs> you're going deep, bro. Um, hmm, my biggest fear. Um, I'm gonna say that I that I can make it happen. That I can get to the the level that I want to be. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I do a lot of meditation, so so I try to 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 relax and and uh, I believe a lot in God, right? Yeah. So everything happened for a reason. Uh, if I didn't make it before, or if I because I started very late, you know, in the singing uh, industry, uh, I'm 39 years old, which is really late. But I'm like, if things went like that, it's because that's what God wanted for me, right? Maybe I wasn't ready before, and I am now. I'm more mature. I know what I want. I know, you know. Uh, so I take it before. But yeah, my, my biggest fear is that I can get what I want, even if I'm pushing hard and, you know, you know how hard I'm pushing. <laughs> I love you, brother. I, I'm going to. So September fourth. All right, we'll talk about that because uh, I'll be, I'm very likely there. I want I want to thank you. I want to thank you to to having me on your show, which is amazing. Following you, I'm gonna be watching you, and uh, thank you for the opportunity, brother. Really appreciate bro, it, bro. Thank you, man. You always, you know, you had me in a couple of music videos. You always invite me, bro. You always sending me good music. Let's do, let's love, do. I love the progress. I love the progress, bro. Thanks, appreciate it, brother. And and uh, and uh, for people who watch, go on YouTube and watch. Party, party. <laughs> yeah, bro. Anyway, say, say hi to Rakim and say hi to Osmani Garcia. I will. I will. I will. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, bro. Cheers. Okay, thank you. Ciao, ciao. I mean, I keep going over this, you know what I mean? Isn't Bad Hombres the best YouTube channel out there? Huh? Right? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, do me a favor, right? Hit the subscribe button and like the video, you snapped. Oh! Are you ready? Que se enamore otra, porque ya no me enamoro más. Ahora mi vida es loca, y loca se va a quedar. Lo que queremos es parir, parir, parir. Lo que queremos.